Anywho, <laughs> oh, uh, here we go. Well, I don't know why the villain is saying you was calling him. That's why he owes me five dollars and stop ducking and dodging me. I don't know who the hell that, that was eating toys. You to him? I don't owe you shit. So no, 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 no. no. You you were saying you were talking about cousin, right? It's cousin. So let you can duck and dodge me so you my five dollars. <laughs> I, I I hope we talk about fats there. <laughs> oh, that oh, that I'm fat. Gonna say, like you see, slow your roll, you know, slow your roll, you will. Ah, that dude's a whole country. Talking about moving on. Uh, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Off the Top Road Podcast. We're back with Fallout. What you should by and take over thirty one. Um. We got spaghetti in the building. We got Dukes in the building. That's it's going to be coming eventually, but probably not. And then we got Big Case playing back to the surface. Um, before we get into it, shout out to Andrew. Forgive the podcast offer that we need to make it happen here on the top of the podcast. Of course, follow us here on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Real Public Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Podbean. And also follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Tyro. I don't know what more you want me to fucking say. Um, <laughs> let's get into this. Going around the table and stuff like that. Anyone think this is Rhea Ripley match that happened or that kind of scrapped? Uh, I think it got scrapped. I think it got scrapped too. Okay. Well, it did get scrapped or. Uh, if it, well, if it, well, if it's that, then it's that. Let's just see what happens with Rear for the next few days when it comes to the draft. Um, moving forward from that, we got Kashida versus Valentin Dream. I didn't, expect, I didn't expect this to be Kashida's night at all, but you know, sometimes we're always so projected to always see it. Oh, what the biggest star is going to win in this case? We didn't get that today. We got this. Oh, we got the smallest star winning. Um, reversing the Purple Valley driver against an arm lock, a Valentine Dream taps out. Holy shit. So, signified maybe he's going to be going to the main roster 
um, probably Friday or Monday, depending on what happens there. And Kushida is going to stay on NXT, get over as much as he could. Because I don't think right now would be the perfect opportunity for him to really go to the main roster right now. And I feel like if they do put him up there, he's going to be with uh, Akira Tozawa and that whole BS um, um, ninja um, gimmick, gimmick, gimmick that they're doing. I don't want to see Kushida. I just don't. So, kudos to Kushida on this match. And, and y'all got anything to say about that? Okay, the biggest thing I have to say about that is I already had a feeling that that was going to happen, and I even said it in the prediction podcast. Um, my biggest thing with that is usually if a talent's about to move up, one or two things happens. Either they lose or else, in Rhea Ripley's case, their situation gets scrapped because they're told last minute that they're that they're going to be called up on the draft. So... In this situation, I feel like Velveteen Dream is going to pop up in the draft. So is Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea Ripley may pop up sooner. And I think Velveteen Dream will probably pop up probably the Monday after uh, the first night of the draft. All right. Um, I, I got the opposite. I actually I like the match between um, Velveteen and Kushida. That was a great That was a great opening match. By the way, but um, how I see it, I see Velveteen going first. He probably might have to smack that. And then Rhea Ripley headed to Raw. Because the whole mindset is all right, who, who can, who they can go after? Now, more likely, everybody forgets one little simple thing, even though that there's wrestlers that's coming back. But there's more that's coming up. There's more wrestlers that's coming back from injury soon. It wasn't no one main woman that's coming back from that's come back from history. My God, it's the it's the only flair. The only flair. The only flair. <laughs> so once oh, she comes, once she comes back, and once she hits one, wherever, wherever she goes, they're gonna try to put Rhea Ripley on that side. So if she, so if Charlotte Flair goes back to the main roster and goes straight to Raw, you already know Rhea Ripley's had a Raw right there and there. Raw starts boom. But also remember, guys, it's not going to be, you know, SmackDown's going to all do their draft on Friday and then Raw's going to do theirs on Monday. Both, uh, two people are going to be there, one from Raw, one from SmackDown on uh-huh. both nights to do the draft. So we could be completely wrong. Both both Velveteen and, and Rhea could both go in the same night, just to different brands. Uh-huh. Of course, it's going to be Team Fox versus Team USA. <laughs> exactly what they did the last year. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember how that? Yeah, y'all remember how that was broken down? <laughs> it's it's gonna happen here. But uh, that Fox versus all that that whole thing sucked. I'm sorry. How they did that draft sucked ass. Where they had more rooms and all that. Yeah, and everybody's getting happy for no apparent reason. I'll probably bet you half of them was got paid. 
None of them probably not even watch wrestling. They actually know who they were picking. Yeah, exactly. Like, straight up. So let's really be honest right here. Now, what would be cool is if they do do that um, war room situation, but instead of having these people that have no idea what wrestling is, have the creative staff in for Raw in one and the creative staff for SmackDown in the other because yeah. people are going to recognize those people because they were former wrestlers. Most of them are. You know, like Jamie Noble and um, God, who is Road Dog? Road Dog, and you know, but Road, these, Road Dog is uh, Road Dog's NXT, so he he don't count. Have me someone new, unless you try to bring Bruce Pitch, Bruce, but he's done he's done broad pitch. That is it's true. Kind of like uh. My bad, Josh. No, no, you're good. Go ahead, man. It's like the NFL when you used to have somebody. You'll have a live, like, you'll get to see, like, the little room, whatever, or like each team. Like, every time you draft somebody, you'll see, like, the Cowboys. You'll see Jerry Jones or somebody. Or you'll go to Arizona. You'll see Cliff Kingsbury or somebody in their little room or whatever. So, it'll be interesting to see that. I'm interested to see if they're going to actually include NXT in this draft just to get people who aren't very active on the main rosters down to NXT. I think that's what they're going to more more likely do because they're realizing their talent pool is real thin. And if you look at the main roster and what's going on with the world right now, how many people have still not coming back to WWE because this pandemic happened? And you got to look at the developmental system as looking at, okay, well, we need to bring some of them up, but we got to have to fill in some spots. So it's going to be, but the key number that I'm thinking, maybe I'll be able to see a good 10 to, 10 to 12 and see people coming up to the main roster within a matter of two days. Because there's going to be a lot of SmackDown and Raw stars that's going to be traded and stuff like that, whatever the fuck. But there's always there's going to be one curveball in there and some NXT person is going to squeeze away into a two-for-one trade or something like that, and boom. You see that person pop up and make a scene or either that SmackDown or Raw to make a statement. But I, I like, I will put like this. I will say more and more NXT stars going to the main Raw. I think that's what's going to happen. But my surprise, who do we want to see that's that's for the main roster or the NXT. Who's the who's the people that you want to see that that to be represent the black and gold brand? You gotta think about the people that's being underutilized in his in the main roster or have or have absolutely nothing to do right now. That that could be anybody. Well, they name five of them more on go. No, cut it out. Stop. No. No. no, Braun Strowman would dominate NXT. That would be like Brock Lesnar going to NXT. No one will survive. Stop it. That is okay. true. Stop it right now. Because the way that you're thinking, you're pulling a Vince big man on NXT and saying, I'm going to just bury this company using one guy. And you're going to pull a Goldberg on them? No. Stupid as I think you ever thought about, dude. No, shut up, man. You were disqualified for five minutes. 
Whoa, 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 no. no you're disqualified for five minutes. Shut the fuck up, or shut the fuck up, or leave. Pick one. Cabin five. I'll pick his place. Cabin five, real quick. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I'll probably give you two extra minutes, but not five. I'm talking about like name five superstars. That we can go. That we oh, oh, go. Um, I always see Bobby Roode go back after that quick Drew McIntyre situation. I feel like Keith go back down there, get a little ring rough off of him. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like to see Dolph Ziggler go down there for a little bit. Since he's not doing it after the whole Drew feud, I feel like he can go down there and like put some superstars over, like Finn did a couple times. He's a superstars over and win a couple matches here and there. Um, I thought superstar like to go down there and Ricochet, since he's kind of in the background with the whole hurt business bullshit, he's gonna get beaten down every day, every week. I mean, by hurt business, he can move down there. And go back. Um, my fourth superstar, I can say, I like to see go to NXT and be, um, I don't know, um, well, I like to go back to NXT. Um, I will say Ember, but she made her return back. Um, yeah, I think I only got three, but if I can name other two, I'll let y'all know. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so hear me out on this. I'm gonna Sorry, name all you. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you with a couple. Okay, so the first one I'm gonna say right off the bat is Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz, he lost the U.S. title. He kind of got fed to the hurt business, and now he's kind of starting to flounder. He's gonna get buried if he stays up there any longer. So that's the first one I would recommend. The okay. second one, even though she paired up with a with um. Mandy, I still feel like that Dana Brooke needs to go ahead and go back down to NXT as well. I feel like she still needs to work on a couple of things down there before, you know, she can actually be seen as a legitimate, you know, member of the women's roster on the main on the main card. Um, another one I would have to say is um, Billy Kay. Billy Kay, if they want to sa- sa- try to salvage her. She needs to go back down to NXT and she needs to kind of revamp herself a little bit because they're strapping a rocket onto Peyton Royce and they're probably going to try to put her into the main event uh, platform quick because they're trying to keep her happy to prevent her from leaving. So off the top of my head, those are three. The other one I would think, too, off the main roster as well would be uh, I know I'm probably going to catch some crap for this one, but. I honestly think just because of how many times this person's been injured, I feel like maybe a stint in NXT would help get ring rust off, but also get him back into the mix to where he can pop back up on the main roster and actually cause some damage. Samoa Joe. Uh-huh. So those are four that I can think of right off the top of my head that I think would do good in NXT for a short time to give the newcomers a chance to prove themselves on the main roster, but also give them time to kind of redevelop or recoup to be able to go back onto the main roster and actually do some damage. Oh, I got another one too. Chad Gable. I like to see Chad Gable go back down there. To see okay, how yeah, I like to see Chad Gable go down there. Because he's been doing raw underground. I'm not going to lie, he's been doing good on raw underground. I like to see him do good, like a legitimate Raw, like not raw, I mean a legitimate 
superstar by himself, besides him being a tag team. I feel like he can go back down to NXT and he used to work his mic skills because, like, every time I hear him talk, like, it's Chris Jordy. Plus the whole shorty G gimmick. They need to scrap that shit. He needs to go back to Chad Gamble, the regular Chad Gamble. And he's, he's a good ring worker, but he needs to, you know, work some of that ring work off, like he said. Besides being on, besides being on Raw Underground, he's going to be back on NXT, like Josh said, to get some of the younger talent. I feel like Chad Gamble can do good on NXT as a single star. Let's see what he can do besides being a tag team. That's four I have. Hmm. Well, very interesting takes. Oh, I can I say on the side, Drew McIntyre got some stuff a hot ass wife. No joke, man. Whoa. Oh, I did not expect God. that. Nah, I'm sitting here watching this WWE 24 story of him, right? And then mm-hmm. his wife pops up and I'm like, wait, whoa. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, true. Chosen one indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, let's move forward from here, folks. Um, Santos Escobar gets away with a W, I guess, Isaiah Swerve Scott, which I felt like that was a great match for Isaiah Swerve Scott. It really was. And especially when he did the hurricane um from the top of the outside or to um on, on to the uh, Fatasma crew. And I thought that was a good big big spot that um I, I was like, oh, how's Swerve gonna land? Because if he lands on his arm and shit like that and he lands the wrong and he lands the wrong way, he's done for. And here he yeah. is, gonna be rebound re re-injured, but thank God that he skated away with it. I'm like, thank God. So, good match for that. I told you Santos was, you know, was really going to lose that belt, obviously. You, you look at that 3-on-1 no. situation at hand. <laughs> so, there's no way a 3-on-1, I mean, in a 3-on-1 situation with the tie side on the line, come on, please. No. <laughs> so, I knew that one was going to happen. Um, and then we move on to Damian Priest. Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano was actually the first match. So let me correct myself for the for the North American Championship. Damian Priest comes out with a victory, defending his title after John Gargano's scheme. He slithered his scheme that he tried to get one over, and yet he gets hit with uh, another mother by name for the crossroads. <laughs> so, so to speak, he got picked up the victory that way. Um, Shirai defeats Kansas Array after I thought Kansas was really going to win this thing. Oh my. God, like I nearly got got conned out of this when John Gargano came out with a referee shot. I'm like, here we go, the horror I, show all over again. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, man, and I that really type of shit. It. But um, thank God that then it happened. Thank God, EO redeemed herself by hitting the moonsault. Boom, coming up with the dub, so so she retains the championship belt. But afterwards, what's behind the Titantron? At this, um, mm, mm, mm. we get Tony mm-hmm. Storm making her presence mm-hmm. felt, and she is coming back to NXT. But that's but wait, there's more, and this one's a screamer. I'll be back. Who was the person that was coming, um, jet flying down a motorcycle and coming walking right in to the performance center? I guess you want to call it, um. None other than the returning Amber Moon is back. 
He said, now she's not on the main roster now. She's back down at NXT, and she got her eyes focused on Io Shirai in a women's championship. So now, Io Shirai got two people going after her. I was going to be a boy. I thought that was going to be a boy returning. Well, then you got Khan. We all got Khan. I thought it was going to be a boy returning. Because the way it was hyping it up, I was going to be like a male superstar returning. Okay, so with me, Tony Storm, I was like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that she's coming back. But Ember Moon, this is that situation I was talking about, about people who are coming down to NXT for a certain amount of time. Like I, like I said, Samoa Joe, because of his injury and everything else, for him to kind of get back in the swing of things and knock off ring rust. I think that's what Ember Moon's stint's going to be. It's going to be to, one, get stronger, and two, to get back in the ring and get the ring rust off. So she's probably going to be around for a while, kind of like a Finn Balor situation. But will she win the title? Don't know yet. We don't know how that's going to progress yet. Hmm. Well, I don't know what's going to happen then. Um, No, Dukes, you still no Dukes. You're still on mute. Shut up. <laughs> what you just said about Braun Strowman going on the NXT, I ought to drive over to your crib right now just to say it to your face. Just no. So I'd rather just no, just shut up, please. My God. I feel, I feel like you that it's safe for you to come back in. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, we get no, shut up. <laughs> the NXT championship, we have Finn Balor going to Scholar Ride. What and what I say about that match, I said we already knew that Finn was gonna walk up with the dub, but we need to see Kyle Riley pulling out all the stops. This was his star making moment in this match. And we've seen it. I told you all to underline his name because that's gonna be the key factor of what's gonna happen in the future with this young man. And exactly what the hell I thought. Like. Yeah, he gave us a run of our money. I did. Especially when you see Finn Balor coughing up blood. I'm like, yes. So real blood, not no capsule bullshit. Thank you. I mean, he actually got fucking hurt. He got actually got hurt in his chest or in, or, uh, in his stomach. So thank God for that. Um, but afterwards, Adam Cole gets attacked. I don't know who the hell this strange person was, but I remember him being on NXT the pre, I mean, a few days ago, and doing the same thing to someone else. So, are they doing the same thing with this character as they were doing with um, Dexter? I was, uh, yes, I was just, I, I was just gonna say Devin Lex, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the rest of similarly in my head. Fuck, um, yeah, Dexter Loomis. Are they doing the same thing with this character? That's an actual open question. Yes, yes, I think they are, just due to the simple fact. I think what's going to wind up happening is uh, Finn Balor is going to wind up in some way, shape, or form helping Undisputed Era with this situation, just due to the simple fact he had the exact same look on his face as everybody else, like, what the heck is going on? Because they even turned around and asked him, what's going on? Finn, what happened? And, I mean, he had just as clueless of a look as they did. So there's a possibility there that they might be – trying to uh, unite them, even if it's for just a little bit, just to handle this situation. Uh, huh. Interesting. That's what I think. Okay. Well, when it comes to that, I was through completely off when it came to that. Um, 
Yeah, to see Adam Cole getting attacked. We thought we we thought we going to see Adam Cole um coming out to either save his friend or he was going to try to do some double cross shoot whatever, but that wasn't the case. Um but yeah, they went to a different direction when it came to the ending and what's going to happen with Undisputed Era going forward with with this mysterious guy. And then you got this Lewis still coming back and he's still injured. Um, So that storyline hasn't been, you know, finished yet. I I just thought of something, too. I did not tell you to speak. Now, shut up. (laughs) It wasn't him. It was me. (laughs) Just in case. Um, It was. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just had something. I just had something to hit me. What if this is a way for them to turn Undisputed Era all face? Because it... Because uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly is a face. Adam Cole is turning face. The only two that hadn't was Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. What if all uh, this together is the intention of turning everyone face and then having a common goal to go after this this guy? Huh? I, I didn't think no, about no. it like that. I don't know. That's a, that's going to take a little bit more thinking to do because. You want to look at it from okay, are those four who will be the best baby faces and the best heels? And if we don't see neither of them being more effective baby faces, then we got to stick to them being heels and stick to them until we have a, a solid game plan for that. Now, yeah. dudes, you can actually speak. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Dang it. What, what hey, happen? focus, focus, focus. <laughs> what what happened now? Focus. What are we focusing on? I'm sorry. Oh, 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 my, oh my God, no! That's <laughs> <laughs> over here looking at OnlyFans and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not OnlyFans. <laughs> Let me uh, all right. No, um, all right. I feel like this. No bull. The whole. I love what Triple H has done to NXT. It's, I, I feel sorry for them to actually go against AEW, but from what this whole pay per view is about, bringing chart, bringing Tony Storm and Amber Moon, probably one of the best stunners, cre- creative stunners I've ever seen. But that'll be with Io Shirai, that'll be a great that'll be a great one. But the whole mm, this whole last match between Finn Balor and Kyle Raleigh. This match put Kyle Raleigh as a single star. Like it might move him I don't know how, but I kind of see it as if you really take a look at it. Is it is it kind of funny that we're actually seeing it in lights of what SmackDown's doing with Roman and and Jay Uso to fit in um Kyle Wright a little bit? A tag team specialist. Jay Uso and Kyle O'Reilly. The heavyweight monster, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor. I 
but the attacker who who did it, you might see another surprise of, of a return. For those people who might not realize, you might see a return of a slight from the past. You are seeing Amber, so you might see someone like, I don't know, Bo Dallas. I'm surprised he, he's still there. But that could probably bring up him back in the form as a team. That could probably bring other wrestlers that used to be with NXT back to the pole. Just saying. Oh, God. As dudes are staring at someone's tits or ass, um, anybody else got anything to say? <laughs> nope. Uh, it. What Deuce was saying, it kind of, it kind of makes sense in a weird way. Um, just due to the simple fact that everyone, most of the people who got released from WWE when the pandemic started and continued, a lot of them have moved on. A lot of them have either gone to. Impact, which most of them did. I even think one went to no, that was a, one that was released a long time ago. Uh, but most of them went to Impact or else went back to the indie scene. Um, yep. and the only ones we haven't really seen are Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, um, Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan, and you know, there are. There are a few, so that makes that does make you wonder. As things are kind of starting to ramp up again, you know, NXT had a crowd. It wasn't, you know, just other superstars. It was actually, you know, it looked like it was actually audience. And, you know, they're starting to try to do all that again. That makes you wonder, are they going to try to pull some of these people back into the fold to, to debut them again? I mean, I know it's an off chance because, I mean, some of these people, they let go. They're a little... Uh, weren't really doing nothing. Doesn't matter where they were at. Rowan, I could understand because Rowan actually was growing a bit, working with Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. But I could kind of see, I can kind of make sense of kind of what Dukes was talking about. So I can understand that. Okay, now I'm gonna pick his. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick his. I'm gonna pick his little his little experiment apart with this one. Do you not know who okay. the hell runs that show over there? Okay. <laughs> like, seriously, do you, not, do you understand who runs the show over there? Mm-hmm. We got an old man that barely wants to put Eric Rowan with a cage and a cloth over it and had a mechanical spider. <laughs> now, uh, think about what I just said. Think about half the scenarios that he put gimmicks on people and they flopped. And you want to try to reintroduce them? Okay. All Dukes, right. I'm still talking. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, the thing is, the only way the WWE content is going to get better, you lose the sponsorships. Go back to the P. I mean, go back to the TV fourteen method. I mean, the TV fourteen rating. So at least you can get away with some other stuff instead of water down the diluted product, as we see it right here, right now. Because you even got to look at Impact Wrestling. 
and now compared to that watered down dump over there compared to this right now, Impact is winning. They're just not getting the proper views necessary to make a statement like, okay, we here. But we got the but we got the content, we got the players here, but we need eyeballs to draw. Since the whole propaganda bullshit with W people are just so programmed to watch WWE, it's like they have nothing else left. But, but so you, you have to so you, you have to go. What did you just go say? Ahead. How about so say, like, you go ahead. motherfucker, just go, please. <clears throat> All we gotta look at it, though. They don't like everybody doesn't have a channel. Impact comes on because it comes on Active TV. If they had someone like if they went back to like Spike TV or someone like that, then I can understand they would have got proper views. But not everybody has the channel that Impact comes on. If they do, it's like way down deep in the in the like little channels. Like and then anybody's gonna go all the way down deep down and watch Impact. If they see if oh Impact's on. Like they gotta go way down deep in there. Like if they had like a proper television deal, then some people would let watch impact. So that's what I was gonna say. And also Blackheart, hey man, you gotta realize yes. too, USA has a big hand in what they do on Raw and they pretty much blanketed across the entire company. When they were, you know, T V fourteen, USA when it became like in the last like fifteen years. They were like, no, this stuff ain't going to fly anymore. If you want to stay on our network, you're going to have to clean it up. Okay, so, well, all right, wait, wait, so talk about. So look at how much content that USA has, right, had for the last 15, 20 years. So let's just say after the whole Monday Night War was officially over by 2001, all the way up to now, so 19 years. How many of that content have USA had had that they show graphic stuff like that before, including movies itself, and still got away with it too. What you got looking at though? Um, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe said this multiple times. Like, imagine bringing the Attitude Era back in today's world, the whole cancel culture and shit like that. Imagine no, I mean, no, I mean, I'm not saying bringing back the Attitude Era. I mean, certain. No, I'm saying like there's certain. Sponsorships that WWE has that's preventing them from going a little bit more edgy to try to get some of these lap fans to believe in their content again, which is why I'm saying, when it what would you just say back there? Believe, and like, I, all right, sorry, I had to interrupt, but um, I, I, I would break something down to you. Do you remember? Do you remember when we were talking about a while back about the wrestlers that got released, right? Uh-huh. Remember how remember how we was talking about the whole Drake Maverick situation? They made him like the underdog, like the like the first mm-hmm. thing to root for. And 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 how we and how we sat there thought maybe is it maybe just I kinda got a feeling where you're about to go with this, but go ahead. Maybe just maybe it might be a like a storyline to this, and I, I remember we sat there talk about this in season one. You can re, you can rewind this. Remember how we talked about that in season one about that? Now, now this is why I keep saying maybe that mystery person might be Mo Dallas because remember he was released somehow, some way he's back. 
That storyline ain't gonna be believable for everybody, bro. That storyline ain't gonna be believable for everybody. Of course, it's gonna work for somebody like Drake Maverick because you don't expect. Well, you do, but you don't. Is he gonna fist the underdog role? Like about like Frank Dudley. Cool. Him. Whoever's face the st- I'll point this. So, uh, this that that storyline is gonna work for everybody, bro. But I, I, I knew he was gonna say that. I had a feeling he was gonna say that. That storyline is not gonna work for everybody, bro. But his but his how it can go. Everybody can keep on forget forgetting. Before Mo Dallas was in the main roster, he was an NXT champion. Key, key thing. NXT champion. How many other world championships have he had in his whole entire career? None, but I'll pull like this. Tag team titles. Case in point. But I'll pull like this. You go back to the NXT. And that's NXT. Now, imagine you go to another company where he'd be treated the same or differently. Differently. It all depends on how that booker looks at the man. That's the problem with Vince. So I would not put my faith in that old man's design. Excuse me? And still have to sign and still have to sign my life away for him? Mm-mm. No. No. And why did and why W really want to remember Dallas? I mean give me one good explanation for that one. Hmm? Why why should we remember Bo Dallas? No. Why what? do you what? think that they should bring back Bo Dallas? All right, one. He can be a, a good partner for the for maybe the Bray Wyatt fiend character. Have have someone there with him. That's that could probably be like I don't know, uh, an evil sidekick. Who who has that? Who has that agenda more than Bo Dallas does? Nobody. Let's be honest. I, I would say how I put this. Remember how his catch on was? We was at NXT. We got to believe, believe. You could probably put a character like that with the whole Firefly Funhouse. No, they didn't have a dark side to him. No, or put him back no. out the NXT. That's like saying Bo Dallas should be the next Mister Rogers. Stop it. We we listen. Whoa, we already whoa, have whoa, a crazy. Cool. Shut up. We listen. We already have a crazy. We, we we already have a crazy lunatic cuckoo person named Bray Wyatt who is Mister Rogers, basically. Why? Why? Just give Bo Dallas something to do. He's lost in the show, just like Ricochet is. But except Ricochet, it doesn't get TV time because one person actually vouched for him. I don't see no one vouching for Bo. I mean, for Bo Dallas right about now to bring him back. The oh, only man. person that would be. The only person that would be uh, vowing would be talking to them to bring him back would be Bray Wyatt because it's his brother. Mm-hmm. And he did one second he might, he, like I said, you think for one second he might just try to be like, you know what? Let me bring my brother in and let him fall with me. That's going to last about two, three months. I'll get that for yeah. about two, three months. And I'll feel the nah. same way. When Jimmy and Jay Uso join forces with Roman and they become the Samoan dynasty, right? So what do you think is gonna happen first? The Samoans or Bo Dallas actually join into this? Come on. Just because their father is IRS, there's not no Hall of Famer right there. I'm sorry. 
Now, yeah. if now if Bo Dallas had a fl- had a Flair's last name, he would have been back right about now. Goes to show you where family family legacies can bring you to when it comes to wrestling. Sorry. Unless you're a rose, you can probably go straight down to AEW. Oh boy. Why does everybody go to AEW, bro? Okay, okay. And this is what the hell I keep telling you, Dukes. Why is it always AEW with you? Why can't it be why can't other people go to other independent companies to get to get over and be successful their way? This is all that to go to AEW. This is not WCW all over again. Listen. Stop doing this whole version 2.0 bullshit when it comes to that. Stop that crap. Listen, I ain't trying to stop none. No, every every fucking time. No, shut up. Every fucking time where it's about to be someone about to be contract expired, and then they go anywhere that they want. First thing that you say is AEW. You said for Rey Mysterio. You said for how countless people in the last mm-hmm. few months. And I'm sick of yeah, it. I'll put I'll I'll pause this. You take a look at it. Rey Mysterio was supposed to go to AEW. He was but he can still so, go, but he can still go to Triple A. He can still want to go anywhere else. But I'll pause anywhere this. But the only reason why, why he didn't is, go was because, because wait, no, it's just because yes. no, no, that's just no, 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 that's just one thing. Yes, he got yes. thinking about another aspect too. Okay, if I'm gonna leave and not gonna be on TV, what am I really gonna be doing? Where am I gonna be going? Who am I gonna be working with under, under these circumstances? You, you, so you gotta look at every promotion the same way. All right, so you said, so you said, it's telling me. All right, I, I will. Wait, before Ray Mysterio signed, he was in AEW, right? No, he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. No. Yes, he, he AEW was, wasn't even around. He, he wasn't on an AEW pay-per-view. He was at the first yes, all yes, That wasn't was. even on pay-per-view, and it wasn't AEW back then, dumbass. Yes, AEW did not start until last year, 2019. No. 2018, it was just a regular independent promotion show that they started on their own. AEW had no part of that. He it didn't have no name to it. It just said all out. By Carl yeah. Rose and the Young Bucks. See, we have no name to it at all. But I'll put this. No but, AEW, no nothing. But was he, but, but I'll put this. Was he in a match with mostly half of the AEW stars? It wasn't really half. It was just random. Right. Like, it random right. it wasn't even an AEW it was, show. It was independent. They were independent at the time. So all the stars that were on there, they were independent. They were able to go and do that show. That's so. He, he can probably work with he can probably work with anybody he wants to, but why I'm saying this reason why I keep saying AEW is just because one, even though that's a, even though that's probably right now the the only thing good outside of WWE that gives Vince McMahon a run for his money. Every week, take a look at it. What company that runs that runs with the United States that that he had to sit there and say do not work with? He don't mind work with he don't mind work with anybody else. No, Impact Wrestling. No. Why you think when TNA first started, they started going away? Shut up. Why you think when they went on Mondays, they had some of the lowest ratings in 2010? Why you think that? Hmm, but that was 2010. We talk about now, right? He he said they talk about it, TNA Impact, but wait, did did they also work somewhere 
somewhere lines where RVD was able to go to um WWE while he was an impact wrestler? No. What yes. type of two way what, what type of okay, what type of president would have a cool I mean whatever a two way contract that allows him to go from one company to another? And, they work they something out. And, no, no, no. It, and still, and, and, and still get paid for both. You me on no. You tell me that one. Mm-mm. You tell me that one real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'd be there if I was see Kenny Omega back then in you know, in Japan, and then he comes over to the states, and then and then he was still able to work for a domesticated company and still get away with it. No, they would have him. No, they would have him make a choice. Why? And why do you think everybody would like to work outside, like New Japan and everything like that, and also still work for their contracts? Well, it comes out to what well, comes to AEW. No creative offense. freedoms, creative freedoms too. Mm-hmm. So from now alone, like I love, I love every single wrestling promotion outside. But um, you're but um, no, but your dick, but your dick is hard for AEW to the point where you want to see WWE <laughs> stars instead of just going their own path. You automatically want to say no. The one path that I want to go is go right over there. Why? My friends is over there, stuff like that. But sometimes, what is um Spinky Ripwright said the best? The gra- I mean, the grass may be green on the other side, but the fertilizer is bullshit. Mm. But you want to know the crazy part is, but you forget. Do you know what certain certain superstars I would rather see in other places that's not outside AEW? Like right now, I'd rather see Roman, the Usos, Naomi Tamina, and freaking Nia Jax or MLW and form and probably even join that's that ultimate Us. Everybody don't know what that is. Go check that out because honestly, it runs by hmm. Rakishi. Who else is in there? Jacob Fatu. Who else is in there? Alpha. Who else is in it? Mostly everybody from that family bloodline. And they know how to run it. Because on top of that, Will Hobbs came from there. He came from LBLW. So for so my main opinion is certain certain things I see, I see certain wrestlers going at. Maybe some of the wrestlers I will rather work. Yeah, maybe join no, the LBLW. Most of everybody loves, I see him at Impact, I see him on New Japan, I see him at Ring of Honor, but mostly some of them. MLW. Is that wrong? No. But I want to no, I'm, no, I'm just saying that you I'm saying that your wish list is kind of like over well over one copy one and more more than another. But I'm but, saying people but, can make their own choices. Sometimes, like I said, we don't all want to have a whole overload of flooded roster and one that no one that if you keep bringing these people in, what's going to happen to everyone else that has something going on? And then now with that thing's over, what are you going to do next? That's what I'm saying to you when it comes to this whole, oh, this person go to AEW. And this has been going on for months with you as I've been, as we collected in my head on my way. 
Ray Mysterio going, okay, I can understand that. But other people going, I don't see that happening because of these reasons right here. And you're trying to again, you try to diversify your product, but at the same time, what's AEW's main goal? To bring actual wrestling back. Not this storyline. Storylines is second to them. That's WWE's forte. Storylines is first. So they'll bring, they'll bring whoever the fuck that they had to and make sure that the storyline fits and is going to keep continuing to get over. Hence why a lot of those people in WWE particularly who go to promo classes and shit like that and blah, 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 why do you most of the time that they're on the microphone in the fucking first place? They have short matches. Right? They go into another company where you can be able to do a, 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 a duel of both and still be able to get yourself over that way. And why in the hell will a boss try to tell me, yeah, uh, you can come and take this away from me and only give me 25% of my earnings back? Billy Corgan will not go through that shit. Uh-uh. Anywho, man, I don't, I don't think well, it's going to get into this shit. Because I, I already got a mean ass headache because of Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But, um,. <laughs> I'm gonna hold back that comment right there. I'm, <laughs> oh, 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 believe me. Um, yeah, I've got nothing else to say. That's the end of this um, fallout. What happened? NXT Takeover 31 that just went up the air uh, 45 minutes ago. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you, for supporters, supporting us through our journey and through all these damn grieving headaches from other sources in the group. That makes you laugh, that makes you cry, that makes you so angry that you just want to pop your heads like a zip. Um, I don't know what you really want, want, want more to say. Blackheart is just super fucking exhausted. I wish I could strangle Deuce's neck through the phone right now, but I can't. I got no neck. He got no neck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sure this man got no neck, motherfucker. Fine, I'll just wait till you sleep, use some clippers, and then I'll cut off your braids. <laughs> that's that's you catch me sleeping. God damn it. Oh, believe me, I will because you nearly <laughs> passed out comatose standing up. Nah, let's come on top of my head. The ball game. No. no, please. My brother was please. my brother was there too. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Um, that's it for us. Yeah, that's it for us. Um, like I said to you before, and I'll say it again. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the top row podcasts. Search for us that fucking search bar. Follow us. Subscribe. Damn it. The whole lot of yours. Share our stuff. Play our stuff. Love our stuff. Respect our stuff. That's all we ask for. Also, play our episodes here on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public Podcasts, Breaking Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Podbean as well. I got no other words to say. We have spoken all peace, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is all that I'm gonna say. <laughs> WWE, you ain't shit, bitch. A whole businessman can choke on a big ass puppy dick. I really don't give a fuck. But he is all over Tony Khan's. You know what? Yes. Big time. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> that's why he make that's why he wanna make the the rubber stone character. 
fucking thick wings. So, ladies and gentlemen, to everyone who's in WWE that don't like anyone from the outside of of the rest of the promotions, fuck you. (laughs) Y'all goddamn slack nuts. You hit us first. If you cut off my goddamn mic, WWE, trust and believe, I'll come back on every single episode and dog y'all the fuck out. And you know I'm for it. Are are you done? (laughs) Hold on. This man, eat a dick. Fuck you. (laughs) Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Uh, well, y'all heard it. Well, you heard from them. Y'all heard from me. We out of here, apparently. And um, probably won't hear from us to the end of the week. Unless they recap. Yes, sir. The other after darks sure. that we probably probably will have probably come towards this or whatever stuff that we had that we still got to tackle and um. That was time for me to do some spring cleaning, man. I got to give her some dead weight in this group. And they know who they're about to be. So once midnight comes, it's, your, it's, your, it's, it's straight up erasing time. So to the fellow people that has, that has it been on here, who actually wanted to join, if you actually hear this episode, you just made the list. Mm. Mm, your bathroom. Nonetheless, folks, Carry on. Have a good week. Stay positive. Stay focused. Be clean. Be healthy. Wear your face mask. Don't do anything stupid. And um, subscribe tomorrow. Hear from y'all on Friday. Get um. So this is Black Car OTTR. We done. We out. Blackout. Fade the fade. Uh, as as lights fade to black. I go back into my, I go back into my little coffin, like Daredevil in that movie, and as we see Ben Affleck with his dilated, I mean dilated blue eyes, as the top of my cover closes, and I'll see you all on Friday. Yeah.